Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well. This podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing, embracing, and honoring themselves. Awaken and Empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth, inner work and mental health, and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here, alive and breathing and taking up space. Listen in for soul-centered inspiration, heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Hello everyone and welcome back to Awaken and Empower and welcome to the first episode of the Summer Conversation Series. I'm so excited to be doing this for the podcast this summer and I hope you enjoy all of the conversation episodes that are coming your way. In today's episode, I'm sharing a conversation I had with someone who I knew I needed to include in this series, and I'm very grateful that she's kicking things off for us. She is a previous coaching client of mine and a woman I'm so honored to know, Anna Kwiatkowski. Anna is an empathetic, curious soul that loves deep and dreams big. She graduated from the graphic design program at St. Clair College in Windsor, Ontario, and her current role is a design and marketing specialist for Anna's Garden Home and Wellness. She dabbles in illustration, photography, and candle making. Her current passion project is becoming a certified reflexologist, which will help cultivate her ideal work-life balance of owning a space that serves and provides relaxation and renewal for women. I wanted to have Anna on the podcast so that she could teach me and my listeners all about reflexology, which I think is just such an interesting healing modality, so she shares a lot of info about that. She also shares how reflexology has impacted the healing journey of her clients and also herself. We talk about the power of self-connection and how everyone can go about bringing more of that into their life. We got into a lot of different topics and this was just such an empowering conversation about healing and connecting with yourself and I hope it inspires you in some way. If you'd like to share what you got out of this episode, as always, you can email me at shaylinivany at livingembrace.ca and you can also use the contact me page on livingembrace.ca and be sure to follow me on Instagram at living.embrace. I'm so grateful for everything Anna shared in this episode. She's got such a light about her and so much wisdom to share. So let's get into my conversation with Anna Kwiatkowski. Hello. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Summer Conversation Series here on the podcast. I'm so excited to welcome in our first guest for this series. She is someone who will always hold a special place in my heart. She's one of the incredible women who put her trust into me as her self-empowerment coach, and I just really cherish the connection we share and It's just an honor to know her and have her in my life. So I wanted to include her in this series because I know she has so much wisdom to share about some really interesting topics. So please welcome to the show, Anna Kwiatkowski. Hi, Anna. Hi. Oh, my face is beaming right now. Thank you. Uh, I'm so happy that we're doing this. Thank you for coming on and um, yeah, agreeing to just share your story, share your light and share in this space with me. So thank you. Yeah, I am so excited and a little bit nervous, but yeah, I'm just excited to have conversation with you again, because I truly miss them big time. And yeah, I am ready to talk about reflexology. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. And I also miss our conversations very much. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just great to connect with you again today. Um, But before we get into, you know, your story and what you're all about, I thought it'd be fun to talk about, I guess, how we met or how we found each other, um, and kind of how our our relationship started. So do you want to share, I guess, your side of the story? (laughs) Um, I think I reached out to you back in October, November, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going through like a little bit of a kind of like a little bit of a funk and um, just needed to reconnect with myself and kind of learn to detach myself from certain situations and things that were really taking control over my life and that I allow to take over my life. So I really wanted to work with you specifically to reconnect myself with my, basically what I want to do for the rest of my life, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. and work on establishing these good habits and really dig deep into what keeps me grounded and what keeps me kind of detached from those heavy feelings and being able to navigate and go through those situations when they come up again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you definitely helped me realize like, I need to do my meditation. I need to do all of my spiritual practices and my grounding practices just to get me to where I want to be in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about just like the progression that, that you went on and that we went on together when we started coaching together and yeah, it was just beautiful. And, you know, at that point too, I feel like, I feel like we came into each other's lives at the right time for both of us. Um, And yeah, it was just an honor to, to be able to support you and guide you through all the beautiful things that you're trying to do for yourself. And um, I just love your essence as a human, if that makes sense. Like I just immediately felt drawn to you from that first, you know, free call that we did. Even just from the first message you sent me, I was like, oh, I feel something, something resonating here already. So um, yeah, it was just amazing to 
to get to, you know, um, help you along your journey and see you blossom and continue to see you to blossom. I mean, I know you have so much going on in your life. Yeah. So yeah, I just love (laughs) you. Um, so can you share a bit about who you are and where you're at in your life right now? Sure. Um, so I graduated from graphic design back in 2014 from St. Clair College in Windsor, born and raised in Windsor. Um, and then after I graduated, there were some heavy life situations with like my dad getting sick and passing away and me just kind of going through the motions of dealing with this at 25, 24, 25, um, and just kind of feeling lost. So I would, I jumped from job to job, different careers of like working in a factory, um, starting my own eco-friendly cleaning business. So I would clean houses. I did that for three years or so. Um, And then I really dove deep into wanting to open up a vegan cafe. And I still want to do that. But I came to the realization that what I want to do in the end is to serve people and create this space that offers healing and renewal and just a place of comfort and a home away from home, basically. Um, And then I started an Etsy shop. I did a bunch of markets for two years, roughly, um, with did illustrations, made candles. I absolutely loved it. And I love, I realized that I also really love working with my hands too. Um, and then right now I am a design and marketing specialist at Anna's Garden Home and Wellness. It's a cute little family run business. They sell annuals, houseplants, home decor items. And I'm in charge of social media and email marketing. Um, photography, just a hodgepodge of stuff I take care of. And then I fell into reflexology last year or so. And then um, right now I'm working on finishing up my clinicals to be certified. And there are other courses in the future that I want to take to kind of um, offer more services for people to be able to relax and just stepping stones to get to this big picture of I, of what I eventually want to create. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Thanks for, for sharing uh, your story. Yeah. Timeline. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure a very uh, abridged version, a very summarized version, because, you know, (laughs) just like with any of our journeys, there's lots of like little steps and intricacies and yeah. Um, But I love that, you know, um, it sounds like you went through a very, I can imagine a very difficult time of losing your father at such a young age and um, navigating all of that and um, kind of transmuting that pain, I guess, into, you know, passion or, you know, you know kind of tending to yourself and your healing. And um, I think that's such a beautiful part of any painful thing we go through as humans. We can, we have that opportunity to you know, um, not bypass the pain, but learn from it and let it blossom into something else, something beautiful even. Right. And like out of that situation, I just came to the realization that, you know, 
the universe didn't if the universe didn't think that I could handle it or get something out of it then it wouldn't have happened Mm, yeah just that's just the way that I've kind of thought about it because ever since that happened in my life I've been more empathetic more understanding more open and more willing to serve and help other people too when they're going through difficult times Mm um yeah I don't know that's how I just kind of reframed it yeah Oh my gosh. I love that. I think I needed to hear that today. So (laughs) thank you. It's so true. The universe only puts us through what it knows that we can handle. And that might like some things we go through might feel like too much to handle, but we are strong enough to go through it and the universe will have our back. I think that that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and yeah, you mentioned that you kind of fell into reflexology uh, last year. And I'm really interested in talking more about reflexology because I'll admit I don't know much about it. So I'm really, I'm kind of here as a learner as well. I want to learn from you about <laughs> reflexology. And um, so I'm curious, how did you first become interested in reflexology? Well, I've always wanted to do massage therapy. I've looked at going back to school years ago, but just financially in the timeline, it it didn't really work for me. Mm -hmm. And last summer, my coworker, Emily, um, she actually told me, she's like, why don't you look into reflexology and see if you could do a certification? Like you like doing massages and just like making people feel good in that way through touch and like connection. And I was like, you know what? Holy shit, I'm going to do it. So I found a teacher um, who teaches it out of her home. She's been doing it for maybe over 30 years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I reached out to her and she had um, classes starting in September. So this was back in August or so of last year. So I was like, I am just going to do it. I'm not even going to talk myself out of it. This feels right. I'm just going to send her the money and sign up for this course. And I did. Mm -hmm. Usually I give myself too much time to think about stuff like, oh, I don't have the money right now. Um, I could do this later on. (laughs) But I was just like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this. I want to do this and explore this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I love that. It's just, it sounds like it was just a big hit of intuition kind oh, yeah. of, and yeah, you just knew it felt right. And I'm the exact same way. I, I also give myself way too much time to think over big decisions <laughs> like that. And then I end up usually talking myself out of it yeah. or, or too it's much scary. time goes by. Right. It is scary. Yeah. yeah. And it can be easy to just sit in that fear for a while, but you know, when those things come up that just feel right, you know, um, you just got to follow them. So I love that you just did that and like, didn't try to like logic your way out of it. You just listen to your heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Um, and so, so you said that was last year, right? Last summer, last August. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's coming up to a year or so. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess for, for me and for anyone else listening who doesn't uh, fully understand what reflexology is, can you just explain what is reflexology? Okay. So um, reflexology is the study of reflexes. 
Um, and it's believed that our feet are basically connected to the rest of our body. And our body is broken up into five different sections. So if you go straight down the middle of your skull, all the way down to your pelvic, um, you have five zones on your right side and five zones on your left side. And it corresponds to your feet. I'm holding up a little plastic foot right now. So, <laughs> so you could see. Um, so this is from your big toe to your heel. That's the first zone. And then the second zone, third, fourth, and fifth in between each of your smaller toes. So those zones correspond to different areas of your body. Okay. So the top bridge of your foot, where your the ball of your foot is, to your toes, that represents your head. Mm -hmm. So your neck, your eyes, your mouth, your brain. The ball of your foot represents your heart, your lungs, um, your shoulder, and then your diaphragm, and then your upper digestive system, which is like the upper half of the middle of your foot and then your lower. So your small and large intestine, and then your heel is your pelvis. And then you also have your reproductive areas on the sides of your heels and then your lymphatic system on the top of your feet. Wow. And also like your chest and other, um, body parts and glands and nerves and everything. So um, manipulating and stimulating the bottom of your feet and like stimulating the different reflexes accesses the actual organs or glands inside of the rest of your body. So when you perform reflexology, you stimulate underactive glands or organs, or you relax them, the ones that are overstimulated. So if you're feeling really anxious, you would stimulate your brain and your nervous system to kind of relax you as well as your digestive system, because most of our anxiety stems from our stomach, mm -hmm. and our, our guts and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's just another way of healing, mm. basically. Wow. That is so fascinating. Who knew that we could access all those different parts of us just from the foot? I mean, I'm sure people knew, but I didn't know that. <laughs> um, it, uh, yeah. It's kind of like acupuncture. Right. But instead of using needles, there's different techniques that you use with your thumbs and your fingers that your mm -hmm. therapist will do on your feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, so I guess you kind of touched on this already, but how can you know, receiving reflexology help someone? Like what are some of the benefits of receiving reflexology? Well, it allows your body to enter the parasympathetic state. So that's uh -huh. the state that you enter when you're resting and you're sleeping. So with reflexology, it allows you to enter that state for an hour, an hour and a half of just receiving this treatment. And that's when your body is actually healing and kind of renewing itself hmm. interesting yeah. yeah so it yeah. sounds very relaxing very grounding yeah. too yeah yeah sure. yeah um I have one client my one of my clinical clients she has um mild PCOS oh, okay 
And since starting to work with her back in January, she's had a regular cycle for the last five months or so from going from one to two periods a year. And nothing has changed besides receiving the reflexology. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so her diet's the same, her workout routine's still the same, sleep still the same, but just incorporating this into her schedule has given her a regular period for the last five months, I want to say, four months. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible that she was able to experience that from from reflexology because I, I from my understanding PCOS is can be quite the the hard thing to deal with as a woman and um that's incredible that she was able to kind of reconnect with her cycle through yeah. reflexology yeah. wow yeah. yeah it's amazing and I've had my um a couple of clinical clients who had really tender spots um because your feet contain like over 7,000 nerve endings, so many muscles and tendons and ligaments. And sometimes we forget to take care of our feet Mm -hmm. because it's such an afterthought, like, oh, my back hurts. I'm going to get a back rub, but you're on your feet for most of the day and they carry you everywhere. Um, She had a very tender spot on the inside of her foot right here. And over the last four sessions, like it's gotten a lot better with tenderness and just releasing that tension there. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Do you have any other, I guess, client success stories that have kind of, um, yeah, hit you in a certain way? Um, I do know that my clients sleep very, very well for a couple of days after receiving it just because, you know, all of their tension is completely gone and they're fully able to relax at nighttime. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So is reflexology just like, do you just administer it on the feet or is it other areas of the body as well? It it could be done on the hands, the face, and even the ears too. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, but I'm specializing in just feet for right now. Mm -hmm. And eventually we'll probably move on to the face or the hands too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're still, you know, you're still studying to become certified. Um, but it sounds like you've had quite a few rewarding and fulfilling client experiences already with your clinicals and tell me more about that. Like how has that experience been to be able to kind of translate your learnings into real life and actually helping people? How's that been? At first I was really nervous because like, oh, are they going to like it? Are they going to enjoy it? But everyone has absolutely loved it and have been really looking forward to their sessions. I think I have roughly 10 left to do, and then I do my practical exam and then I need to apply to become um, part of the Reflexology Association of Canada. Mm-hmm. So that's when I get my license and everything, but I could still practice with just my certification. Um but yeah, it just makes me feel so grounded and so fulfilled being able to provide the service to the, the handful of clients that I'm working with right now. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how their energy shifts from before their session and then after their session and then coming out of the treatment room, just like, whew so relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that's very rewarding. And 
you know, uh, I'm curious too, like, because it sounds like a very, I don't know what the word for it is, but it's not just, you know, you don't just walk in and get your feet rubbed and then you're done. It's like a full experience, right? And I know that you kind of have a a section of your house set up in a very specific way to like welcome in this healing energy and and create a more of a, I guess, holistic experience for the client. So what do you do to create that space for your clients? I, uh, before they come, I do a little grounding um, kind of meditative practice that I do for myself mm. just to make sure that I don't transfer any of my energy onto them and that I don't take any of their energy onto me mm. just because I may be, um, you know, going through my own little, my, my own stuff. I don't want them to absorb whatever I'm going through. Um, so I, have this amber cleansing oil that I rub on my hands that I got from a metaphysical shop here and it it's used for cleansing protection energy healing um and then I say my little mantra mantra and I cleanse the room with smoke and incense and just light all the candles turn off the lights and create this very warm and welcoming space for them to come and kind of, you know, unguard, like de-wall themselves. Mm. Yeah. And strip back and be able to, you know, if they're going through some stuff, they can talk to me about it confidentially, like nothing leaves my little treatment room. Um, and then other times they don't talk and they just want to enjoy the treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you create such a grounding and healing space for your clients to come in and just relax like it sounds very relaxing that's another word that comes to mind and I love how you yeah make a full experience for the client and I'm sure that really helps them kind of sink deeper into their healing experience right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have um I eventually want to source like organic tea and I have like a one single serve Keurig in the treatment room right now so after the treatment they can help themselves to a cup of tea for their drive home um I just I eventually just want to make this a space that is just you come in and your whole entire energy just like changes in a good way Mm -hmm. and just create this welcoming comforting environment right now I'm doing it out of my home um, but eventually I would like to have a space like a proper space for this Mm -hmm. but one thing at a time (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) well it sounds like you're you're making you're making do with what you have I think it's great that you have this space in your home to to create and and welcome in clients. And I've told you this before, but I'd love to come and get a session from you. That'd be amazing. I feel like I need that level of relaxation in my life. (laughs) You're only like three hours away, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that far. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. We'll make that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We'll make it happen one day. (laughs) Um, So I'm interested too, because, you know, even just before this call, you received uh, Reiki and reflexology. And I'm really interested to hear, you know, how your journey with reflexology as a recipient of reflexology has helped you and impacted your healing journey. I, my first session that I received from Carly, um, 
was actually right before I decided to take the jump into studying reflexology because I've never experienced a treatment before. So I'm like, I should probably get one done so I know what to expect. (laughs) (laughs) And I absolutely, absolutely fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. Um, My whole entire body just like, whew, melted into the bed when I received the treatment and then I felt like I can't even describe it I felt the energy in my body just like shift my body was all tingly and I felt lighter and when she did the the Reiki afterwards my whole entire body felt like it was floating or spit like the sensation that you would get after um laughing gas Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was just, I can't even describe it, (laughs) but I was like, I want to do this for people. I want to make people feel restored and relaxed. Mm. Um, But today I definitely needed it. I felt she said that my root chakra was closed or blocked off. So receiving the reflexology and the Reiki like right now I'm just like floating on a cloud right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah that's so beautiful and what a gift to be able to do that for other people like I can imagine it's just so rewarding to um, be able to facilitate that kind of relaxation and healing for people because you know for yourself how powerful it is and how big of an impact it can have on your day your week your life right so Um, I like, I like to go every season. Hmm. So I like to welcome the new season by kind of unblocking everything and feeling a lot lighter and a lot more clear. Um, It's just my little ritual that I have for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I recommend everyone doing it. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds amazing. I love, I love that idea of like doing this for yourself as, um, like in a, in a cyclical way, kind of, right. Yeah. Cause there's a oh, yeah. cycle to the seasons mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, I'm a huge believer in doing certain things for yourself as, you know, we kind of cycle through the different cycles mm-hmm. of, of the year of, of life. Right. So yeah. I love that you do that. So, um, how, since you started receiving this kind of healing work for yourself, how has that kind of helped you physically, mentally, emotionally, what have been like the longer term effects, I guess, of this kind of work? I, it's honestly so crazy looking back at, cause I journal every single time I receive a session because she also, um, talks to like spirit guides and she receives messages while she does the Reiki for me. And then just reading back at them and hearing what she has to say, it resonates so much to the T mm. of what I'm going through at that time of receiving the reflexology and Reiki. Um, it has definitely helped me grow spiritually and just kind of come back into my body and realign my values, if that makes sense. Like it makes me become more connected with myself, Mm -hmm. spiritually, emotionally, physically, Mm -hmm. because you need to go into these sessions with an open mind, 100%. Mm -hmm. Because if you receive Reiki or reflexology and you're very like um, 
they don't really believe like, oh, it's not going to work. It's not going to help me. They're not receiving the full treatment. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely recommend to everyone either get like reflexology or Reiki because it is so beneficial. Mm. And I believe each person experiences it differently. Like they're like today I cried because Mm -hmm. it was just so powerful. And every single session that I have with her, I've just like Mm. felt so overwhelmed, but like in a good way. Mm -hmm. Um, it has definitely helped me ground myself a lot more too and be more aware of, okay, I need to keep practicing this when I don't get these treatments Mm -hmm. and like go outside, walk on the grass, bare, bare feet and meditate and just constantly remind myself to ground myself Mm -hmm. and stay rooted in who I am. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because I feel like it's so easy for the day-to-day to to just kind of take over and you don't really carve out that time to like, okay, I need to decompress regardless of how that looks like, but you need to decompress with yourself and make that time for yourself. Yes. Yes. I love everything you just said. I've, you know, you and I've talked about this before too, just the importance of self-connection and creating that space for yourself. And um, I had a feeling that would come up in this conversation quite a bit because yeah, reflexology is just one of those things. It sounds like that really does help you connect with yourself on a deeper level, on a physical and embodied level, I guess. And um, yeah, you know, I'm curious too, what other ways do you um, use to create space for that self-connection? Like what else helps you feel really connected to yourself? Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) I have a list, let me tell you. I love taking baths. Like I need to light all the candles, get my Epsom salt, light some incense, have my playlist going and just submerge myself into the water. And like, I'll use scented oils and just like, I make it a ritual for myself. Mm-hmm. Like it, yes, it's a lot more work. And yes, I need to clean out the tub because all of the like herbs are everywhere, but doing this for myself makes me feel so renewed and just like, okay, whatever happened today, whatever, like, this is me, this is my present moment. Um, so baths or even like really hot showers too. Um, what else? I love making a proper breakfast. Mm -hmm. If I have the time in the mornings and just have it out on the porch and just enjoy it slowly and mindfully. Um, I try to do that at least like once a week or so. Um, My meditation, I do that um, for at least 15 minutes a day. I've been kind of not that consistent the last little while because I've been sick. Mm -hmm. Um, Journaling, 100% journaling. Like that is a game changer of just being able to flip back from or flip back to like a year or two and see where you're at mentally and emotionally to like the present moment and like 
you could see how much you've grown and how much you've changed. Definitely spending as much time as I can in nature and walking in bare feet as much as I can, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense, just to have that grounding connection with the earth, whether it's just like out in the backyard or just like even in the house, I try not to wear socks too often. Mm -hmm. Um, And working with plants too. Like I'm lucky enough that I work at a greenhouse so I'm surrounded by the most beautiful blooms, houseplants all year round. And whenever I go into the greenhouse, I just feel so restored and at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are basically my, uh, my toolbox of grounding and connection with myself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing all that. I just love hearing how different people connect with themselves in different ways. Cause it's, it's really unique to, to us. Right. And, yeah. um, I think those are all beautiful things. And if there's anyone listening, who's looking for new ways to connect with themselves. Those are all some great ideas. <laughs> so you can learn from Anna on that. And yeah, I just really, I've always, um, admired your ability and capacity to create that space for yourself and to prioritize that space, right? Because I try. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it can be so easy to not prioritize that, right? And yeah, just as long as I've known you, I've my perception of you has always been that just that like you have always done your best to prioritize that time for self-connection. And I just always admire that in you. So thank you again for just sharing all those different ways that you like to connect with yourself. Um, I I, I try. It's definitely hard because, you know, life happens and sometimes like falling off does happen and just, you just need to keep getting back on and back into it as soon as you can, because it's so beneficial Mm -hmm. for everything really. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, exactly. You know, there will be times where there is just not the space and you have to give yourself compassion during those times yeah. too. Right. And treat yourself with, with grace and love. Um, and you kind of touched on this earlier, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts on just energy healing in general and like other um, untraditional or more spiritual methods of healing, because like you said before, if you're coming to receive this kind of healing for yourself, you have to be open to it and not be telling yourself like, this won't work. This is not, you know, traditional medicine or or whatever limiting thoughts might be going through your head. So yeah, I guess, what are your thoughts on the more um, untraditional spiritual methods of energy healing that are becoming more, more popular now? Yeah. I, I feel like the last, I don't know if it's because of social media but I feel like the last five to 10 years or so it has really, you know, trickled more people's, people's attention into wanting to try it. Um, I feel like a lot of people still find like, it's really like woo woo. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that we have four types of bodies. So your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body, and your spiritual body. And you have to look after and take care of all four aspects of your being, because if one of you is off, then the foundation of your well-being and how you're feeling will kind of feel off-centered. Mm-hmm. So whether it's, you know, meditating, receiving Reiki, doing these 
you know, more untraditional ways of healing or connecting, whether it's um, praying or meditating, that's healing your spiritual self, as well as, you know, potentially your physical and emotional self too. Mm -hmm. But just carving out time to work on these four bodies, I feel like, I feel will create, will allow you to create um, yourself as a well-rounded human being, mm-hmm. right? If that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Looking at the four bodies, because that is, that is so true. And when one of them is a little off, it impacts the rest of them, right? Yeah. So yeah, like if you're feeling anxious or depressed or just feeling really stuck, then you don't have the energy or feel like you need to care for your physical self, whether it's, you know, you love working out and you love going for walks, but mentally you're not there. So your other bodies kind of suffer along with, um, you know, you're not feeling well mentally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's really beautiful about, um, I guess, these more untraditional spiritual ways of of energy healing. It kind of, they all kind of address or try to address all the different parts of us, you know, all the different bodies and um, just creating that space to, uh, to tend to all of it. Cause we are multifaceted beings, right. And um, every part of us is important and deserves tender love and care. Right. <laughs> and like, I've, I've tried breath work. Um, mm-hmm. I did a workshop a couple months ago and just the sensation of my own breath and what it was allowed to create in my body and how like up here I felt with energy afterwards is just, astounding what the human body is capable of if we just allow it to explore and kind of push ourselves in the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to see like how our body will react to it Um, I haven't tried a sound healing but that's definitely on my list Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I just want to I just want to try all the things and see what I really resonate with and Mm -hmm. what I really respond respond well to mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what else have you tried I'm curious like besides reflexology and breath work and Reiki have you tried anything else uh, any other energy healing modalities no I think that might be it but I am interested in um you know like I said attempting trying out sound healing mm-hmm. I've been interested in I don't know there's just so many there's so much out there there is <laughs> There's so much out there that like, it's definitely a lifelong thing for you to practice and for you to learn and for you to discover. Mm -hmm. So I need to like, kind of, you know, put on the brakes a little bit too, from time to time Mm -hmm. and, you know, tell myself you have your whole life to explore these things. You don't have to learn everything right now. Right. Yeah. Or experience these things right now. Like they could come next year. They could come 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. Just so much. And there's so much I'm interested in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's one of the things I love about you. You have so many different interests in so many different areas of life. And um, 
yeah, I just think that's so, that's such a beautiful part of who you are. <laughs> and yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, there's life is, is long and um, you have the time to, um, to try these things when they feel right, instead of like forcing yourself to try all the things all at once, because that's what it means to be spiritual or, or heal yourself or whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, it's just going at your own pace and um, doing what feels the most right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious too, if you have an answer to this or maybe multiple answers, but what has helped you most in your healing and your self-development journey? Um, definitely therapy has been a game changer and working with you as well has opened different aspects of myself that I haven't really sat with before. Mm-hmm. just based on the question just from um like the questions that we were talking about during our sessions but therapy has definitely helped um podcasts I listen to relationship ones um it, ones that care to like anxious attachment styles and like Mel Robbins, Brene Brown, like all of the self-development and like biohacking ones I, mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of self-help books and just dabbling in things that interest me and that I'm curious about mm-hmm. that kind of have definitely allowed me to see things in different perspectives too and how to like move through life um, you know, learning about paganism and witchcraft and just how connected we are with nature and the world around us and how this day and age we're so actually disconnected from it. Yeah. Where, you know, everyone thinks like, oh, you need to live in the forest to feel really connected to it. No, you could like walk outside in your bare feet for 10 minutes and just really breathe in and be in the moment with nature mm-hmm. um yeah definitely working with nature and just learning have definitely have helped me really heal even though healing is like not linear like we've talked yeah. about that before mm-hmm. um those are the things that kind of helped me at my darkest times yeah throughout the 30 years of being on this planet yeah yes exactly (laughs) yeah I love all of those yeah that's that's really beautiful um thank you for sharing that and I guess before we wrap things up I guess the final big question I have for you is do you have any words of advice for anyone who wants to try receiving a more uh, or a healing modality like reflexology for the first time I just recommend um, doing your your research because I do know that there are people that are just in it for the money and they aren't doing it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the treatment process with going to those people, it won't be the same as someone who is genuinely interested in your well-being and wanting to help you get better. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You got to be careful who you give your body to basically. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you need to feel comfortable around them too. Yeah. 
um, because it is kind of like a vulnerable state where you're just like, here's all my energy and here's my body and I'm entrusting you to, you know, um, take care of me mm-hmm. and not take advantage of me. Yeah. You have to make sure you feel, you know, empowered and, yeah. and safe and, yeah. and comfortable. Right. And, yeah. um, I can imagine that you make sure your clients feel that way when they come to you. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Thank you so much for educating me and anyone listening on just the power of reflexology and, you know, connecting with yourself and all these different things that we talked about. I love that we did this together. So just oh, thank me too. you so much. Yeah. So where can people connect with you and find you and stay up to date on all the amazing things that you're doing? Um, on Instagram, you could follow me at Skooski, so it's S-C-O-O-S-K-I. That's my personal, but I also have all of my little passion project handles in my bio. Um, my reflexology page is at Black Moon House, H-A-U-S. So you'll be able to find um, all of the reflexology information. I'm not really active it, active on it right now, just because I've been so busy with you know, full-time work and working towards my clinicals, but I promise there'll be a lot more content on it. (laughs) So yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Yeah. I highly recommend everyone go check her out and I just love everything you share on Instagram. And yeah, it's a really, it's a really good energy to have show up on my feed. So I highly recommend everyone give you a follow and yeah, just thank you again for coming on and sharing and um and yeah, I'm just I'm just so grateful for you. <laughs> thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And thank you for letting me be a part of your series too. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs>